Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. This week we're looking at the subject of control. How can you feel like you're more in control of your fertility and the chances of getting pregnant? It's such an emotional roller coaster, and sometimes we feel completely out of control and we really struggle to feel more in control. Do we need to feel in control? Can we feel in control? Let's dive in and find out. Remember to subscribe, leave a review and share the love. Loving you. I remember each morning taking this huge pile of pills. Some of these pills were absolutely enormous. I didn't really know how to get them down. But this pile of supplements and Chinese herbs was supposed to be making a difference. And I would do it religiously. I was committed. I was committed to doing everything I could to improve my fertility. I also changed my underwear to more baggy pants. Um, I stopped keeping my phone in my pocket. I was having acupuncture. I was doing all these things, but I had actually no idea whether they're actually working. But I couldn't not do it. The fear of not doing enough or not doing the one thing that can make the difference, even though I had no idea whether they're making any difference. I'd have done anything if I thought it would make the difference. I'd have done anything to guarantee us that baby. And I was constantly questioning whether I was doing enough or whether it was working. Maybe I should do this, maybe I should do this, but I couldn't not do it. I couldn't just trust we were going to be okay. I had to know I was doing all I can, trying to change the course of my fertility. I believed I could. I believed people around me are very positive and optimistic. And I believe we could make a difference if I just worked hard enough, knuckled down and do everything I can. Surely I can change the direction of this train. Surely I can make the improvements we want. And this is how Project Baby can become all-consuming. Whether it's the daily temperatures, nutrition, the supplements, the yoga, reflexology, counselling, acupuncture, EFT, affirmations. Oops, did I mention something you're not doing? Should you be doing it? You see, it's this approach out of fear that means it becomes obsessive. And Project Baby takes over our lives. Feels like life goes on hold. This is all we're focusing on. And the thing is, we created things in our lives, whether it's the career, or promotion, the business, other projects, and we've knuckled down, and we've worked hard, and we've succeeded. So why doesn't our approach work for fertility? But actually, that striving, that pushing, that fear. It's maybe the very thing that's stopping you getting pregnant. 
and along the way in our lives, sometimes we pick up these stories. I know for me, I had this story that success can only come with hard work. Life isn't easy. Well, for me particularly, I felt that I felt angry and the injustice that other people seem to get things, good things in their life, the things they want in their life, so much easier than me, particularly having children. Why was it so easy for them? But life seemed to be hard for me. That somehow you had to strive and push to succeed in life. Nothing came easily. And this is often based upon a fear of not being enough in our sense of self. And in the striving, the pushing, what we're actually trying to do is stop feeling the fear, the fear of failure, the fear of not succeeding. To try and feel in control. And if we just feel more in control, we can feel safe so we can relax. The unknownness, the not being in control is so terrifying. We feel, if we felt more in control, I can relax. What's ironic is that sometimes my wife says I drive too fast, but she actually drives faster than me. But when she's a passenger, she feels less in control. So it feels more scary. So the striving is actually trying to deal with the symptoms of fear, not the cause. When my wife was diagnosed with PCOS as a teenager, she was taking the pill regularly to, to regulate the symptoms. And on our fertility journey, we met a wonderful gynecologist across the bridge between traditional Chinese medicine, and he recognised that she was probably misdiagnosed. I work with some great gynaecologists and some of the experts in PCOS and PCOS is one of the most complex and often misunderstood conditions. And the more he worked on her and helped her with her whole sense of self holistically and she dealt with her mind and her emotions, her cycle came back to be natural and healthy. She was dealing with the cause of her regular periods not dealing with the symptoms. Pills don't deal with the cause, they regulate symptoms. When she dealt with the cause, her body came back in its natural balance. So fear is telling us that we won't be okay, we won't be successful unless we push and push and push. It's the fear of not being successful. But it's that fear that tells us also it's the created all our previous successes that's why we buy into it that's why we believe it we don't truly believe we'd be okay without it but that's an illusion it points us in the wrong place in the wrong direction I want to share a story one of my favourite stories written by amazing coach Michael Neal imagine you're living in a world stalked by a hungry dragon for many of us, our first priority would be to build a castle to protect us. But what to build the castle out of? Some people try to use money to build the walls of their castle. If only I have enough money, they think, the dragon will not be able to get me and I'll be safe. They spend their lives desperately earning as much as they can to fearfully spending as little as possible, convinced if they can only accumulate enough the dragon will never be able to scale the walls. Others build their castle walls out of approval 
adulation and fame. If only people love and respect and admire me enough, they think, the dragon will not be able to get me and I'll be safe. Each new bit of acclaim is like another brick in the castle wall, while each shot of their reputation is like a batting ram against the gates. Still others attempt to build their castle walls, castle walls with sex and intimate relationship. If only I can get one person to really love me. Or healthy living. If I can just eat all the right things and do the right things. Or the pursuit of power and position to keep themselves safe. But as you can imagine, not everyone is successful at building and defending their castle. Even those who do well in the world get bitten by the dragon from time to time. And if you haven't been bitten by a dragon before, well, let's just say it's extremely painful. So people learn to drink or smoke or eat or gamble or even bite their nails to numb the pain and to mitigate the continual anxiety of having to defend themselves against a dragon who, as every child knows, could be lurking around every corner or hidden behind the deceptive smile of strangers posing as friends. But what would happen if you woke up one day and realised, beyond a shadow of a doubt, there is no dragon? If you could see what you thought was the dragon's shadow was in fact the shadow of thought, if you really saw there was no dragon, all the anxiety and stress would dissipate almost immediately. The cacophony of dragon-avoiding activity would come to an immediate end. Nails would no longer be need to be bitten, or approval sought of, or money drugs consumed at a startling rate. If the source of the anxiety was no longer there, in short, you could simply relax and enjoy your life. Of course, things wouldn't always turn out as you hoped, and from time to time you might even see something that looked a bit like a dragon, or feel something that hurt as badly as a dragon's bite. But before you get too caught up in it, something will remind you that you're never afraid of what you're afraid of. You're afraid of what you think. And in just a few moments, you'll return to your natural state of health, ease and well-being. So what if there is no dragon? What if a world without children is not what you imagine? What if you could be okay, more than okay? What if you could create a fulfilling, contented, inspiring life that may or may not involve children. The first time I began to see that, life opened up, the world of possibility came into my life. I didn't truly believe that place existed, but it does, and it's the place I point my clients to. So you probably don't truly believe it's possible right now, but that's a thought, that's a belief. What if it were? There's nothing wrong with wanting children, but at the end of the day, nothing, not even children, makes you feel anything. It's an inside job. Contentment, success, worthiness, sense of purpose, all come from within you. 
and the things that stops you connecting to that part of you is the fearful, insecure brass band in your head. But in the space between that noise, the space between thought, you might catch his glimpses, moments of the still soft flute of inner peace and well-being. Of a part of you knows the dragon doesn't exist. So what's your dragon? Being aware of that is the first step for seeing it for what it is. Thank you.